0: Everybody and welcome to the evening bolt. I'm your host Alex Loz again, coming to you live from Palm Harbor, Florida, and we're gonna get into a lot of interesting topics today. So you you want to stick around for this because it's going to be a great show. So now I want to talk about my top five NXT stars, and my list is number one, Kieran Cross; number two, Keith Lee; number three, Adam Cole. Number four, Dexter Loomis. And number five, Bronson Reed. So I have Karrion Cross at number one because he's a dangerous individual in the ring. He does not mess around. He's laser focused every time he steps in between those ropes. And we, we see that time and time again with Karrion Cross. And he is really stacking up wins so far in NXT. And I believe he is coming for Keith Lee's NXT Championship sometime very, very soon. So we're going to have to be on the lookout for Karrion Cross because he is coming for Keith Lee. He is very, very soon going to be face-to-face, neck-and-neck with Keith Lee for this championship. And he is going to do whatever it takes to pry that championship out of Keith Lee's hands. So number two is the NXT Heavyweight Champion, Keith Lee. Keith Lee has one of the most brilliant mindsets in NXT on the the roster so far. He is a great competitor, a great athlete, and really pushes everybody to a limit, no matter who he comes face-to-face with. And that's why I like Keith Lee, and that's why I have Keith Lee at number two on my list, because he has a never-say-die attitude. He doesn't quit. He doesn't back down at all from a fight. And he's willing to go to extreme measures to prove his point, to prove why he is the best on the NXT roster. And I, I like Keith Lee. He's a great individual in the ring, and I love what he's doing so far in NXT. And I can't wait to see what he does here against Karrion Cross. Now, number three on my list is the longest reigning NXT champion, Adam Cole, Adam Cole is by far one of my favorites in the Undisputed Era. He's a great leader, a great person, a great role model. For other members in the Undisputed Era, like Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong, he has really been the forefront for the Undisputed Era. And for a long time, he was the top wrestler in NXT. So I give Adam Cole a lot of credit for how far he's come along in the NXT universe And I can't wait to see what the future holds for Adam Cole. And hopefully, hopefully we see him be a contender for the NXT North American Championship ladder match at TakeOver. Number four on my list is Dexter Loomis. Now, Dexter Loomis has one of the best gimmicks in NXT so far. And he's a dangerous individual. He's an eerie individual in the ring. He likes to take his time with his competitors and try to throw them off as best as he can. And that's what I like about Dexter Loomis. That's why he's number four on my list. Because he just tries his best to really get into the heads of his competitors. And really try to wear down their momentum. And really catch them off guard. And... Dexter Loomis, so far, he is on a roll in NXT. He's beaten Roderick Strong and plenty of other individuals in NXT. So Dexter Loomis is somebody we have to keep a close eye on because one day soon, I think he's going to be a great champion. I think he will be either the NXT North American champion or the NXT heavyweight champion down the road. And I can't wait to see what NXT Creative does with Dexter Loomis because so far they are doing a great job of him. They are really catching people's attention and really letting people know what Dexter Loomis is all about. And that's why people are tuning into NXT more and more each week. So number one on my list is Bronson Reed. And I have not seen much of Bronson Reed and what he can do. But so far, I am impressed of his in-ring abilities and how much he brings to the table each and every single week for NXT. And Bronson Reed is now a contender in the ladder match at TakeOver, so I cannot wait to see what he does in that ladder match, who he's going to be going up against. It's going to be interesting for sure. And Bronson Reed, he's a, he's a monster of a man. He is a dangerous competitor. He's quick, agile for his size and strength. And I cannot wait to see what what else he can do. Like how much he can take and how far he can go in matches. And I think the latter match is definitely going to show that. So that was my top 5 NXT stars list. And for very good reason. These competitors have really shaped NXT into what it is today. And they've come very far along in their careers to get to this pinnacle moment and be a part of the yellow brand. So that's why I put these competitors in the order that I have them in from greatest to least because these guys have really, really shaped the foundation for NXT. And I cannot wait to see what the future holds for all these in-ring competitors and athletes. Now, here are my top wrestling matches of the months Evil versus Naito for the IWGP IC Championship and the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Shingo Takagi versus Show for the Never Openweight Championship. Keith Lee versus Adam Cole winner take all. Hiromu Takahashi versus Toru Yano in the New Japan Cup 2020. Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim in the Great American Bash Street Fight. So, the, why I picked Evil versus Naito as number one is because that was a very incredible match. It had a lot of twists and turns. And even the surprise at the end that threw everybody off guard and just really swerved everybody. Even the New Japan fans and wrestling fans all around the world. And we saw Evil go for the fist pump for Naito. And as he did that, he gave the Bullet Club sign and then dropped Naito with Darkness Falls. So that was incredible to see Evil become a leader and a member of the Bullet Club. And nobody saw it coming. And that match overall was a 9 out of 10 match for me. It was back and forth. There was a lot of contact made in that match. There were outside floor interference. Just a lot of different things happening in that match. And that's why it's number one. At number two, Shingo Takagi versus Show for the NEVER Openweight Championship. This match was unbelievable. They were just hitting each other with very powerful, hard contact moves. And at one point, I thought Show was gonna. I thought that was it for Show. I thought Show had nothing left in the tank, and that I thought he was not going to be able to keep going. But Sho got back up on his feet and he just delivered left and right. And I applaud Sho for that. He really put on his best performance against Shingo Tatagi even though he lost to him. And Shingo, Shingo brought his A game in that match. He came into that match 100% fully focused and ready and that kind of caught Sho off guard. That kind of derailed Sho th- throughout part of that match. And I applaud Shingo for the hard-hitting performance and just the amount of pressure and moves he kept delivering on show. He stayed on top of show throughout that whole match, did not allow him to get the upper hand, and he really kept the momentum of that match going towards him. So that's why that match is number two on my list. Number three on my list, as I mentioned earlier, is Keith Lee versus Adam Cole, winner take all. This match was phenomenal. Probably the best match on the Great American Bash pay per view. And Keith Lee and Adam Cole went back and forth. They kept switching momentum throughout that whole entire match. Adam Cole was just delivering as much as he could, trying to break Keith Lee. And really trying to slow the big man down. And that Adam Cole kept that going for a while in that matchup. But then Keith Lee would turn everything around on Adam Cole. And Keith Lee would deliver the pinnacle moment in that matchup. And that's what made Keith Lee both the NXT North American Champion and the NXT Heavyweight Champion. So that's by far one of my favorite matches I've seen so far throughout the summer that is like just nothing compared to the never open weight championship match that is by far my favorite one number 4 on my list is hiromu takahashi versus toru yanu new japan cup 2020 so this match was very entertaining it was very funny to just see toru yanu and hiromu just going after each other yano coming after hiromu's hair with the scissors And then trying to tape Hiromu's feet shut, but then Hiromu would turn that match around and then tape Toruyanu's legs together and toss him into an elevator and send him down, which was the biggest moment in that matchup. And that's what got Hiromu the win. So that match was okay. I I wanted to see a lot more between Hiromu Takahashi and Toruyanu, but it's great how entertaining it was and how much attention that match got. And overall, it was okay. It was a great match to see, and it really kept me glued to my TV for sure. Now, number five on my list is Candice LeRae versus Mia Yem in the Great American Bass Street Fight. This match was incredible, very insane. A great style of wrestling we saw between Candice LeRae and Mia Yem, who just brutalized each other throughout that whole match. We saw Mia Yem use the steel chairs. Drive Candice LeRae off the stage through a wooden table. We saw Mia Yim and Candice LeRae go to the top turnbuckle on the tables, and then Candice LeRae delivered a powerful move—a move I never seen Candice LeRae do before—and she literally put away Mia Yim for the victory. So that match was okay. It was great to see. It was entertaining. It wasn't as fast-paced but I liked it otherwise and I think it was a very entertaining very well written match I will take a break but when we come back we have the turning back the clock segment so stick around with me and enjoy the rest of the time here on the show you don't want to miss anything so don't go away I've been stuck on memory, but it's not like I need it and you may have some history but we don't- you made this mess and left me with the pieces. Now I'm gonna burn all the bridges between us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host Alex Lowe's. Welcome back to the Evening Bolt, Bull- and now we are gonna get right into the Turn Back the Clock segment. So, for turning back the clock, I'm going to talk about the first backstage promo I ever did with ACW American Combat Wrestling. So, the first ACW promo I did was with Jarrett Diaz and Kyle Kidman, and we were standing outside the Golfview Event Center for this promo, and I remember I was very, very nervous because this was the first promo I was ever doing for them backstage, and... It took me some time to really get my questions out there, to really express how I was feeling in the questions that I was delivering to Jared Diaz. So for my first time, it was an alright promo. It was okay. It wasn't great. But compared to now, from then, I've been way better at my backstage promos. I know which lines and what right questions I need to deliver to... To express how I feel in these promos, how I'm going to say it, when I'm going to say it, how it should be delivered, and how the wrestlers should react to it. So that took a long time to really develop, but as I kept doing more and more, I, I got better, and I, gr- I grew into feeling more comfortable with backstage promos. And it's not an easy thing to do. Doing backstage promos is very, very difficult at times. And you really have to have a good mindset going into these backstage promos and really feel confident with what you do and what you say. Because if you're not, you're really not going to be very good at what you're doing and you're really going to lose sight of what you want to accomplish. And my goal as a backstage performer is to give the wrestler a platform to express themselves and to, to really build their character and charisma with the fans and really be, really get connections with people online and throughout the wrestling community. So that's my ultimate goal as a backstage interview person. And that is to give every rising star a platform. A platform to grow and a platform to learn from and to really adapt. Now let's get into my favorite Monday Night Raw moments. Number one is The Undertaker and Kane take on the Wyatt family. Number two, the Shield reunion against the Taraj. Number three, John Cena's WrestleMania challenge to The Undertaker. CM Punk going face-to-face with The Rock in Tampa for number four. And number five, John Cena promo with Roman Reigns. So why I picked Undertaker and Kane taking on the Wyatt family at number one is because I remember seeing this on TV very, very clearly. I remember seeing The Undertaker and Kane interrupt the Wyatt family during one of their promos and really just make their presence known to the Wyatt family and let them know that they run the WWE universe, that they are the top dogs in the WWE and on Monday Night Raw. And the Wyatt family did not like that. The Wyatt family was not backing down. And these teams went to war. They tore each other apart. They had classic matches at pay-per-views. And that was one of my favorites. So that's why it's at number one. Number two, the Shield reunion against The Miz. I remember seeing this on TV as well. I had no idea beforehand that the Shield were reuniting. I had no clue that it was going to happen. But I had a feeling deep down that someday, sometime, it was going to happen at some place. And it really happens at this Monday Night Raw show where Roman Reigns confirmed to The Miz who said anything about rumors. Then Dean Ambrose came out. And then Seth Rollins came out. And then we saw them circle the ring like they did in the old days and they just really Tore everything up against the Miz triple power bomb To the Miz then the shield fist symbol in the center of the ring And that's why that that is At number two for me because I grew up With the shield I grew up watching Them in their matches against Evolution against the YA family Against uh, 3MB those moments are, are just what make me So happy and so Thrilled to be a wrestling fan Number three is John Cena's WrestleMania challenge to The Undertaker. I remember this was right before WrestleMania 34. And John Cena was calling out The Undertaker saying, one more match, let's go, me and you at WrestleMania. Let's do this and give the fans something to really remember, something for them to look forward to, and something that the WWE would remember and keep in their WrestleMania shows for a long, long time. And that was one of my favorite promos from John Cena. Because he really called out The Undertaker. Really dropped some bombshells on The Undertaker. And that's what really led to that WrestleMania 34 match. With, with The Undertaker taking on John Cena. So that's why that is at number 3 for me. Number 4 is CM Punk going face to face with The Rock in Tampa, Florida at Amelie Arena. I remember this because I was there with my dad sitting a couple rows back from the entrance ramp towards the ring. And I remember The Rock was really making his presence known, letting CM Punk know that when The Rock is there, don't you ever say the people don't matter. And I remember The Rock saying that instantly. I just remember from the back of my head instantly remembering The Rock saying... That he is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, and that he wants he's returned to the WWE for one more run as the WWE champion. And I remember this promo clearly, clear as day. CM Punk said, It doesn't matter how, why you're back or how many days you're back, I'm still going to kick your ass because I'm the best in the world. And that became one of my favorite feuds to see. Like It was by far one of the best feuds of the PG era. And it was incredible. And I was glad to be there and be in the presence of that. And just really feel the atmosphere and what it was like to be a wrestling fan. Number five, John Cena promo with Roman Reigns. I remember seeing this on YouTube because I did not see it live on television. And John Cena and Roman Reigns really just ripped each other back and forth in the in this uh, segment in this promo, and it was amazing. And uh, John Cena said, "I'm still here because you can't do your job." It just it just led to one of the best feuds of the new era between John Cena and Roman Reigns, and what we have so far in the WWE. The things we have now in the WWE are just eh, it's just not great material with what we have now, and that has to change. But we'll talk about that another time. Now let's move on to top ACW women's wrestlers. Number one for me is Lexi Gomez. Number two is Dream Girl Ellie. Number three is Catalina Perez. And number four is La Brava Mayhem. So who I have at number one on my list is Lexi Gomez, because Lexi Gomez is one of my favorite ACW Woman's competitors she brings out her heart and soul in every single match that she's in and she really competes to a huge huge level and she really shows everybody why she deserves to be in the squared circle why she can go back and forth and really put on a, a, a great show number two on my list is one half of the international superstars dream girl ellie who has an amazing variety of moves inside the squared circle. She really likes to go out on the apron and use that to her advantage, use the ropes to her advantage, the turnbuckle, everything on the outside, and really try to bring out the best in matches and really prevail and really show everybody why she can really compete in a women's division and really try to be one of the best top competitors there. And she's really fun to watch also. She's an amazing athlete, great person. I love watching her compete against Kalina Perez most of the time because these two really bring out the best in each other. They know each other very well. They know who is going to throw the first move, when it's going to be thrown, how it's going to be thrown. And I believe ACW American Combat Wrestling is doing a very phenomenal job with their women's division. And I really like what they are putting together so far. And I can't wait to see what they do next. And it's just been so incredibly amazing to see so far. Number four on my list is LaBrava Mayhem. And she has quick, agile maneuvers in the squared circle. She really knows how to wear and tear an opponent down. And how to really show her best quality in matches. And she's great to watch. She's just so amazing and very skilled. And La Brava Mayhem, I hope, hopefully, I will see more of her in the ACW Women's Division. I hope to see more of her when we get out of this pandemic, because I really want to see her and Lexi Gomez go at it and really put on a really great performance for the return of ACW when we when we get out of this mess. Because right now, wrestling promotions in Florida, the local promotions are closed down. And it's just really sad. But that is the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. If you enjoyed, please be sure to let me know on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Shows Slows. And you can also message me on Instagram at NatsFan1011. Also, every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network with myself and my co-host Josh Silverberg. You can listen to us on any mobile device, including Apple and Android. Just type in the App Store, WWSRN in all caps. And also check us out on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network live feed on Facebook and Twitter Live. You do not want to miss this episode. It's going to be great. We have so much to talk about, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening, everybody, and stay tuned for updates and more. From Palm Harbor, Florida, I'm Alex Slose saying goodbye for now. Have a good night, everybody.